Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. Hello there listeners, welcome to Akdang Mill. Well, before we get into the meat of today's show after that debacle Ipswich Town last night, I thought I'd just uh, take a little moment of your time to remind you that Christmas is coming and there is no better Christmas gift for the football head in your life than a good game of pundits. Go to punditgames.co.uk, it's the ultimate football trivia quiz game. Includes eight categories of questions, England in the 1990s, England 2000s, England Premier League in the 2010s. The Football League, the English National Side, Champions League, international players and the World Cup. Um, fantastic trivia game. As you know, for each show, we try to give you a little taste of questions. So I'm going to give you one now for uh, England Premier League in the 2000s. This is a little taste of question of the kind of things that you can expect from pundits. Before Luka Modric, the Premier League had another Croatian midfield dynamo. This is a man who could score goals from just about anywhere with either foot. Just ask Tottenham. Or Portsmouth fans, or ask Harry Redknapp, it says, who adored him. So this is a Tottenham and Portsmouth Croatian midfielder, beloved of Harry Redknapp. Um, his career took in such clubs as Dinamo Zagreb, 2001-5, Hedrick Split, then Pompey from 2006 to 2009, Spurs, 2009-12, 49 appearances for Tottenham, 9 goals. He then went to Dynamo Kiev, QPR on loan, then the New York Cosmos and finished his career at Rangers. He played for the Croatian national side 81 times, scoring 16 goals. So a Croatian beloved of Pompey and Spurs fans signed repeatedly by Harry Redknapp. We're going to give you the answer to that question at the end of today's edition of Akdung Millwall. Visit punditgames.co.uk. <laughs> Every minute of every day I've spent working with this group so far, I didn't expect a, a performance in terms of the application of that and in getting the basics so wrong. And like you say, at, at this level, I think the division's looking strong this year, but these are one of the ones that are really setting the benchmark. And at this level, you, you get the basics wrong, particularly around your own box. Even when you've got so many players in and around it, so many good defenders we've got, midfield players ready to do jobs, you get the basics wrong, you get punished. As I said, whether you play a back four or back five, if you defend like that in and around your own goal against players like them at the moment that are proving to be clinical, um, which is what we need up the opposite end as well, you're, you're going to be on the receiving end of nights like that. Yeah, I didn't like any of it. The, the belief, the body language, the look of it, I didn't like any of it. And I told him at half-time. It's the first real chat we've had of anything like that because I haven't, I haven't seen it from, since I've come in. So there was, no, there was no warning signs for me that a performance like that might be coming. Um, but we'll be certainly talking about it a lot because that's, that's not acceptable and that's not good enough. Achtung, Mehlball. 
That voice you're listening to there, dear listeners, was, of course, Joe Edwards speaking in the immediate aftermath of um, what was a salutary defeat up there at Portman Road, to say the least. Salutary is the best word I can think of in, in the moment, with a thumping, in my opinion, overall. But joining me to kick over the traces of that shellacking, there's another word that's come into my head, shellacking. We've got star of BBC London Sport, Radio 606, ITV, EFL coverage, a long-time member, the most exclusive club of the lot. That's the Akdung WhatsApp group chat. It's Mr. Aaron Paul. How are you, Aaron? Oh, great to be back on the world-famous Akdung Mill. Big in Bermuda, <laughs> massive in the Maldi. Uh, Uncle Nick, I just wish we'd be, we'd be talking about something a bit more positive because that was shit. <laughs> it was uh, it was utter, 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 utter pony. Um Anyway, there we are. Um, also, is the the voice of the increasingly successful Ear of Town Dockers debate show, a media figure in his own right, stalwart of the MSC. It's Mr. Michael Avery. How are you doing, Michael? Very well. By a media star in his own right, it's people at non-league grounds going, "Here, you put that pot out yet?" Um, that's pretty much what I get. But yeah, not nice to be nice to be back talking about Millwall. Or, or not sure if it is nice after last night. But hey ho, uh, hello everyone. No. It's terrific, a terrific little show, listeners, if you do want to keep um, up with the Air of Towns uh, doings. The great, great production that Michael's putting on there. But finally, joining us from um, somewhere deep in the a secret location, somewhere in the southeastern corner of England, it's uh, it's Mr. Harry Warren, a media figure in his own right as well. Mr. Harry Warren, how are you doing, H? I think I am, am the second most hated Millwall online figure today after a certain other YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, hate is hate is is the big word. There we are, gentlemen. Um, what can we say? Last night's defeat was um, demonstrated, if nothing else, to me the the scale of the task in front of Joe Edwards. I mean, Aaron, you were you were covering the game, I believe, mate. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was a demonstrable golfing class last night. Not helped at all by the fact that um, we we <laughs> we didn't help ourselves, did we? Right by not giving hundred percent for the manager. Hey, like, yeah, what did you see? Where do you want me to start, Uncle Nick? Because that was the most unmillable performance I've ever, ever, ever witnessed. That was worse than Norwich. It was worse than Norwich because they didn't try. They didn't. There wasn't really that much yeah, chances. Obviously, one of them being the Nisbet goal. It was it was routine for Ipswich so much so that I mean they got to half time three 0 up and everyone was like, "This could be six if they if they decide to bother playing." And in truth, I reckon Kieran McKenna probably said to his lads, "Lads, you know he's he's a new head coach. Just like let's go go easy on him." They declared at half time Ipswich three 0 job done, game over. So much so he changed his entire front four in the second half. Um, mm. Which is is something he does quite often, Kieran McKenna. It's like a bolt on bolt off job, which is really good. I mean, great resources to have that. But the second half was one of the biggest wastes of time of my life. We sat there. We were doing, I was doing a quiz with my producers back at base. There was nothing happening. Ipswich were knocking the ball around like they were training, like it was a charity exhibition, that kind of thing. Um, it got so tedious that I, I, I actually remarked on air that the, the atmosphere was that akin of like a sort of a Starbucks. People just having random chat people like have been up to at work and what's going on here and what's going on in life. Millwall did not show. I think when you're not starting someone like a Jake Cooper in a game like that 
I, I just don't understand. I don't understand. There was no heart, no drive, no desire, no fight. At least with Millwall, you know that, you know, once upon a time, you know, people like Sav and stuff, they're going to smash people out a bit and they're, they're bully teams. We This was South London Cuddle Club FC. Sorry, Harry, to use your, you know, to use your, your phrase. But yeah, this was South London Cuddle Club job. And this was a rollover. Let's get tickled and, and let, let's fuck off back down the A12. Very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. <laughs> Extremely. I mean, Harry, um, we were just talking off air, mate, about some of the unusual decision making. I mean, Joe Edwards is only three weeks into the job. I'm not certainly not going to join the, um, the the chorus that's uh, already started online about whether we made an awful mistake. But some some of his choices last night, I'm going to put down to the fact he doesn't quite know the players 100% yet. What do you think? I mean, dropping Jake, leaving Longman in. Um, how did you see it, mate? Um, how did I see it? Okay, let's try and be balanced, which I'm not normally. Um, not normally balanced. Just, That's not why I bring you on the not, show. No. Um. Yeah, this could be quite a short managerial reign, can't it? Um. It, you it, think so? Seriously? It, yeah. Yeah, I seriously do. I. I. The problem is, is he might be a great coach, and he might be a fantastic football, you know, uh, disciple, but. Unfortunately, the players that we've got, the players that we've got, you can't make a silk purse out of a sow's ear. And unfortunately, that's what we're going to attempt to do with this bunch of players. That's fine. Um, if you've got credit in the bank and you come in with a bit of credit, and I think winning 4-0 with the benefit of hindsight could almost be uh, the worst thing that could have happened. Um, it sort of raised expectations. And then they've been very much in a week changed until we've we've taken two shellackings um and mm. possibly you could get another one at the den on Saturday and then it's just the confidence goes and if he's coming to play attacking football and you suddenly then go back to trying to play a defensive rowit style that we can't do either between the devil and the deep blue sea. I do want to credit but for him to get time and credit you're gonna to have to make decisions people can understand and go with and and Let's be honest, Longman left wing back. I mean, Murray Wallace was awful against Coventry, but I won't go to Slayton for it because I think he's doing his best. Murray is out of his depth, but we didn't find another left back that can stay fit. So it's kind of his fault um, that he's even playing. But to play Murray Wallace in front of Jake Cooper it is very odd. Um, unless Jake's injured and we don't. Um, so I think you've got, to, you've got to give him time. But people's patience will only last so long and if you kept you know our next three games are all remarkably difficult and it just feels like if you lost all three of them and you're conceding threes and fours how, how long do how long do we look at it before we go fuck me we are in a relegation fight here and we've got a manager well we've got a head coach shall i say with no managerial experience who may look out in his depth and i don't think the backroom staff that he's got fill me with confidence if i'm being totally honest michael i mean i i i i I think, I mean, listening to those that the post-match um, uh, interview with Max, I, I'm going to guess the press conference was the same. The, the one on Mill TV was pretty much what I've seen on the, um, you know, on the on the reports. That was quite a an early stage in a managerial career, three weeks in to start, pretty much questioning some of the players. Um, I don't know if the commitment's the the right word, but certainly their quality and 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 coming very phrased in as Joe Edwards, but he said something along the lines to, you know, Mill fans are entitled to expect better than that. It was it was going down that road of, of questioning commitment and, and quality. Um, 
I mean, I, I personally think, and I'm interested to see what you think, Michael, but I think this is what bedeviled Gary Rowett, late period Gary Rowett, that he was not getting the full commitment. Now, you can talk about tactics and, and, and manager's style and, and um, defence versus attack, blah, blah, blah. But if, if that squad don't give you everything, and I don't think Gary Rowett got everything from them, and I think quite early on, Joe Edwards is getting the same sense that some of the players out there were strolling around like, as Aaron said, you know, it's like a training uh, exercise. I don't, I don't think we're getting the best out of Ian Fleming. I didn't see anything from him last night. I didn't see anything it's, from the it, run. Sorry, Nick, I, I, you, you mentioned that name and it's kind of triggered me. I apologise, Michael, because I know you haven't jumped no, in on a question. His attitude was abysmal yesterday. Mm. I agree. Yeah. Nothing short. That's no. not how a Millwall football club player represents the badge. Should behave. No, I I I agree. I agree. He, just, um, he has looked disinterested. I've said it for months. He's looked disinterested since the first links to Burnley came out. Go. Forgo your bonuses. Hand in the transfer request. Go to Cav. Give him a transfer request. Say, there you go, Mr. Kavanagh. I ain't interested anymore. Sell me to the highest bidder. Good. Move on. Mm. Don't lurk around. Even look, I know this is obviously you know me me sort of spending time in and around the first team squad and you know interviewing people and stuff like that. When Zian came to the football club, he was great, really, really enthusiastic. He was great. He was like a young pup. Mm. Now, I don't know. There's just something about him I'm not a fan of. That's just an opinion. That's just my personal opinion. But his attitude yesterday stunk. Poor. I mean, I I, I agree. I agree, Michael. Um, I, I, my point. I was making was that, um, and Zian's a good example, perhaps. But um, any manager is entitled to expect 100% from his players. I'm not sure Gary Rowett got it. I'm not sure that Joe Edwards is seeing it last night. How did you, how did you feel? Well, this is the thing with me. Like I know what Harry's saying there, and I know. Let's, let's be honest. I know Harry wasn't 100% behind the appointment of Joe Edwards in the first place. Um, but if that's the case, where Joe Edwards is coming at, and rightly is questioning how some players should be. Um, I have no problem with that. And if that's the ca- and if this is the case that nobody seems to be putting it, or not nobody, but there's certain people who don't seem to be putting in the right shift, what, we've got two, what, about three, four weeks until the transfer window's opened? Get rid of them then. Get rid of yeah. them then. Bring in some that want to. Because ultimately, this isn't a Joe Edwards thing. This isn't a Gary Rowett thing. This isn't whatever manager comes in. This is a problem with the players who don't want to be here. Yeah, ultimately. And anyone can say about... Joe Edwards, and in the nicest way, and please don't come after me on social media, but the people who have been tweeting already that he needs to go or should go, or it's the wrong appointment, no, no, it's not. I don't think it is. I, I think the thing is, is what, like there was one bit where we was 3-0 down, he made a substitution. I think it was, I, I can't remember was it brought, I think it might have been Bradshaw, but he's high-fiving him as he comes off. You know, so there's clearly a little bit there where there's still that connection. They're not storming past him and getting the ump and don't want to play for him and disrespecting him. I think as well what we need to look at as well. Yes, Millwall weren't particularly good last night. They were shocking. But Ipswich were very good. And, you know, to have one or two wins or three wins might be considered luck or a lucky start. But, you know, we're nearly halfway through the season now and they're second behind Leicester, who up until recently were running away with it. They're not a bad side. Mickey, they've won 16 from their last 17 games at home. They've scored 59 goals in the process. If you don't expect to get a batter and when you go there, then... You might be a bit naive, and there are some teams that will go. No, there. no, no, but that's but 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 that's but, but my point. I mean, but my point with that I'm, is, I'm, is I'm backing up, they're a good side. I'm reinforcing what you're saying. They're, yeah. they're a fucking side. 
I think the biggest problem is though is just the lack of effort and the lack of yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Why? You know what? Go in there, start hitting people, start crunching people, show them that you care. Like the fans are travelled. Minus three, minus four yesterday last night. The, the thing, the thing is as well. Just quickly before before we go go keep going on. I said it to Nick before before record before um, like Harry you joined. We need to distinguish as well as fans, before we start getting on people's back, what is a tactical mistake and what is actually down to the players? You know, in the nicest way, Murray Wallace, we said it there, voted for him player of the year. Great player, one player of the year, rightly so. But there was a few times yesterday when, you know, like, like an Ipswich player's out wide, Murray Wallace is standing two, three yards off him, can't get near him. And unless the tactic from Joe Edwards is, I'll tell you what, lads, stand two, three yards off every player who gets the ball. Let them bring the ball down, look around and ping it around before you try and tackle them then that's it. But if that's not the tactic, you've got to question the players. Letting the players do this kind of, like letting the Ipswich players, I mean, I saw something online recently where someone's had a shot, um, Bart saved it, went 20 foot in the air, come back down, and then it, like, they basically like didn't, didn't deal with it properly. You know that's, not, that's not a technical decision. Bart, Bart yesterday, he was rolling back the years with some of them saves. Oh, like, he's brilliant. Mate, he's back I know he gets shit. Someone else there ran to me and said he looks like he's done a bit of timber, you know? He looks a bit more leaner as well. Look, let's be honest. If Bart was in goal last season, we'd have made the playoffs. I, I stand by I'm him. You. I stand I'm, by I, You know I'm 100% with you on that, Harold. It's, it's fucking... It's bullshit. You clearly had a falling out with Rowett. It's clear. That's why you weren't going to get back in this season. That's why they spent £1.2 million on a goalkeeper you don't fucking use, who can't stay fit. You know, all this all this hangover, so I'm going to dump some more Rowett shit on things, is that basically a lot of Joe Edwards' problems are caused by Gary Rowett. And the people that are fucking claiming Joe Edwards now, admittedly, I'm saying it could be short, because if he, unless he sort of finds a way to sort it out, defeats it, don't matter whether you're right, wrong, or otherwise, at the end of the day, football's a results-driven business. But, fuck me, that team's shit. Like, honestly, we are shit. We're not a Millwall side. We're a Gary Rowett, shit Stoke City side, that no one wants because all the Millwall characters you're saying about we need someone that comes and eat them Gary Rowett forced all the players that give a shit that would come through in those last five years that Millwallness that got us out of the fucking League One and moved us towards that top we still had a Millwall still running for us they're all gone or they're all old or they're all finished and they can't do it anymore and we need to recruit that type of person and it's very difficult to do that when you've got a manager previously at the club who did not instill the values of the club. And the values of the club are hard work, putting a tackle in, and fucking, you might not be the best football player in the world, but you put effort in all the time. And Gary Rowett, for me, never never understood that, and that's why the den never took to him, right? In this, in this new system, I will accept getting beat 4, 5, 6, 7 nil if we try and play football and we want to, and players are brave and get on the ball and show effort. But they didn't do that last night. So therefore, I asked, what are we doing? We're, you know, that's that's my little caveat to that. I just Let's think on, that I just think that everyone kind of needs a little bit of a re everyone needs a little bit of a reset and it's really hard to do that. It's really hard to disconnect yourself from going, fuck me, we've been beat three 0 here, even though it was three one. But you know what I mean? Every it, but it is frustrating when you watch players, as you said, that are not good enough or don't give enough effort. And it's even worse when they're lone players who you don't give a fuck about really, for me. Um, that's that's where I struggle. It's it's always it's always going to be this was always going to be an experiment, and I don't know. I've always said that it's either going to go 
very, very right or very, very wrong. Obviously, now, like just looking at the opening results, look, Sheffield Wednesday, going to Sheffield Wednesday and, and giving them a hiding isn't the most difficult of things. But Coventry, Coventry haven't been great this season. And they in, in Mark Robbins, they've got a head coach who, who's changed the style of play and is is it will bear fruit because they trust him implicitly and it will bear fruit for them. And then going to a, a tough Ipswich side is, is always going to be difficult. So don't get me wrong, it's been a bit of a mini baptism of fire for Joe Edwards. There's a concern, though, that, and my concern is, who's navigating the windows? Because I can't see James Berylson chucking a load of money in January. Who Who's going to be out there recruiting? Is it going to be Alex Aldridge? Is it going to be Joe? Who? who like, where do they start with this team? For must me, be all, must oh, be Aldridge, Aaron. Mustn't it? it must be Aldridge because he's that's his. That's they've made this big distinction between um, Edwards being head coach and Aldridge being um, sport, sporting director. I can't remember what the the title was that he's been given, head of football or something of that kind. So it must be Aldridge that's going to be doing the the ins and the outs because looking at the the performance last night, I don't think it's too much of an exaggeration to to say this, it needs a pretty radical clear out. I mean, you could probably clear at least half that team out. And start at the back. You, you've got to start in the heart of the defence. I Look, we we could sit and we could do a whole show on, on Hutch and Coops. For me, they were the best centre-half pairing in the championship a few seasons ago. They, mm. they, they were the best out yep. there. They were elite. And it's mad how they, you know the club kept them together. And great. But I said at the start of the season that the body work is starting to show signs of a bit of rust, a bit of damage, a couple of dents here and there, especially in Hutch yesterday. Hutch did not look comfortable yesterday on his own. He never does. He never and, does. And, and that's the thing, dropping... I, I don't understand why Jake Cooper was rested or dropped, whatever it no, is. No, I don't understand that. The big game to pitch Hutch straight into, Aaron, as well. I mean, you know you're going to get yeah. mad, mad. But Charlie Cresswell's a big miss. Big miss. Yeah. That youthful yeah. exuberance playing playing in that three, they will miss him so much. Yeah, they miss Dan Ballard as well, Aaron. Like, yeah, oh, mate. The last, that's what Massive. they lasted the last two seasons to defend them to. They had a ball playing centre back with them who had a little bit of recovery pace that could help him out. The problem that he was there was always one out of three available to pass the ball square to. And we didn't do it. We didn't go and get the person. We spent one point two million pounds on a goalkeeper we don't play. We spent more we spent money on Byron. We spent money. We spent money like we had no problem in terms of we're not Millwall, and it's just it is bearing fruit now. It's like how many again? How many fucking central midfielders does one club actually fucking need? Right? It's, it's just it's so ridiculous, and it's it, it's frustrating because we have done this show for years, and the same things have been said for years under the previous manager, and this manager, well, this head coach, shall we say, is going to come in and. Everyone, and I, I want to defend Joe Edwards, even though I haven't liked some of the things that I'm seeing, I'm going to defend him in the sense that it's not his fault that this team is fucking shit, right? And I, I almost want to say that. The, the players that we have available to us are simply not good enough. They, they were good last season because we played a system that suited them. The minute that we're trying to change into a different side, a side that we want to, that we want to watch, they are, they are unable to do that job. And, and realistically, that's not, it's almost not fair on them. It's almost, you're exposing players to, to things that they can't be exposed to. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is a point I, want, I just want to come in on there, H, if I may, because that's an interesting point. And I was thinking about this earlier on today when I was in Sainsbury's. This is what I think about walking around Sainsbury's, listeners. Um, is it, are we really asking so much of players? These are professionals. Let's not forget they're, you know, they are, um, they're, many of them are in, in their prime or past, they just past their prime years as a professional. But what is, what is Joe Edwards actually asking them to do? He's asking them to pass the ball to the blokes in the orange shirts to um, not give it away, Um Basic stuff. This is what you should learn. At, I mean, I was never any good as a footballer, so I'm going to say it. But, um, you know, what you learn at school in your local park, you know, keep control the ball, pass it, and don't um, make the percentage decision each time. That's kind of all he's asking them to do. I do accept it's a different style to the pump it forward in the channels and chase it. Um, but are we really asking that much of them? Are we really asking that much yes. of them? Or is it, yes, are we? yes, you are, because... The, because... They're at Millwall for a fucking reason. All get down off your pedestal. There is a reason that they're at Millwall. Millwall don't pay the most money. That like this passing style of football, you have to recruit for that style of football, which we haven't recruited for because we've never done it before. So these players have been recruited for other attributes. Jake Cooper has been recruited because he's six foot seven and he wins headers and can hit a forty-five yard diag. He was let go from Reading at the time because he couldn't play Yatstan's passing style of football, if you remember rightly. Sean Hutchinson was released from Fulham because he couldn't play their passing style of football. I'm not trying to highlight Jake, uh, Jake and uh, Hutch. I'm just, I can remember where they come from and why they were released, right? This is, this is what you've got to understand. I do not want us to turn into fucking booing players that have given everything to Millwall for five, six, seven seasons. But it's also about protecting what you've got and trying to be a little bit hard to beat. And that's what Rowett done really well, well away from home, but could never get the positiveness that you need to go on the front foot of the den. And they need, all I wanted in the next manager, whoever that was, or head coach, whatever, was an understanding of trying to utilise the den and still being plucky little Millwall away from home. That's kind of what we're built on. And I'd like somebody, or I'd hope somebody at the club, maybe could speak to Joe Edwards about a way of doing that that doesn't involve being fucking suicidally open at the back. But, you know, it's a very small sample size, and it's which I do take for a very, very good passing side. But 
there's a lot, there's a line of what you do to stop that team from doing the things that they do well. Now, my point, my point with with Millwall H is, um, I, I take your points, um. But, you know, I'm looking at the first goal, or any of the, the goals, actually, all of which were wide open, space and time. I mean, they exploited on the first two coming down our left. I think the right side for Ipswich come down our left, crossing, and then acres of space, absolute acres of space for clearly quality players to hit shots from the D or the edge of the penalty area. Um no one closing down, no one putting in the, 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 the basics, which I think is what Joe Edwards is, is referring to, which is that you at least challenge your man in space. You, you get someone on them. And that, that wasn't switched on last night at all. It, is, that down to, is that down to Edwards trying to aspire to a more modern style? Because other teams do it. I, I, I do take the point that we haven't done it, you know, for many, well, ever, possibly, maybe once or twice in our history, but not very often, certainly not in the modern era. But is that really not just down to players not giving 100% to their manager? Because I, 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 watching it last night, my attention started fading halfway through the second half because I thought they, they're not trying, so why am I bothering is? And I'm sat in the nice warm front room. Is, is there not a, 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 what's the right word, a spine, a, a backbone, um, and a, a willingness to accept defeat that's not very Millwall in this squad? You say that though, Nick. You've, looking at the lineup now, you've got Bierkowski. Hutchinson, Wallace, Savile and Bradshaw, who made up the spine of the side over the last few years, regardless of mm. age, you know, because av- having a bit of bollocks and spine is nothing to do with age. You've got Denore, who's everyone's banging on about how brilliant he's been since he started, which I agree with. And Harding, you know, the last the last game against Sheffield Wednesday, everyone was saying how great Harding, Harding had done. Now, I think the thing is, is that, I know what you're saying about starting certain players and doing this and doing that and, and that kind of thing. But to be fair to Edwards, I'm, I'm going to play, let's, let's actually take some of the blame away from Edwards in this one. Because if you look, a lot of the changes and a lot of the people he's put in or a lot of the stuff he's been doing is what people were screaming out for to Absolutely. do under Gary Rowley, which Rowley never did. Now, I know that you guys like Cooper. I've spoke to Cooper personally a few times over the year, like end of season dinners and all that kind of stuff. Nice fella, really nice bloke. Can't knock him as a bloke, and he does a lot for Millwall. And he's he's played these seven thousand games or whatever it is. You know, he's going to have a stand named after him or whatever. You know, that's the same. I personally think this season, at the end of last season, he's not been particularly good. So when I saw that Cooper had been dropped, I personally was like, I'll go with that because Hutchinson's back. For me, I like again. Cooper's not the worst player who's ever played for. Don't get me wrong. But for me, Cooper's always been as good as the player who plays alongside him. Um, and when he has a hutch or a real leader next to him, he looks very, very good. But when he's looked recently um, without that sort of leadership looking after him, he's looked exposed. So him being dropped for me was like, OK, that freshens it up. Harding, everyone's been saying since he scored and every time he comes in, give him more of a run in the side. All right, he's been given a run in the side. Nick, to quote you, Again, not not pointing fingers, but you've been you've been a big flag bearer and like starting the campaign to give a mark a mark who starts because he's mm. not been getting enough under Rowett. A mark who started. Um, Campbell got dropped. Fleming's been put in a more attacking role. You know, Savile, who was at, who was out in the wilderness under Rowett, he's now back in in a firm sort of place in the centre midfield. These are players which, again, I'm not saying Joe Edwards listens to. Millwall fans, by any means, you know, he's his own man. He he's listens to our show. He's That's exactly what it is. Yeah, exactly <laughs> what it is. But, but what I'm saying is, though, is that the changes that were made to the lineup was what people were absolutely screaming and shouting until they were blue in the face under Gary Rowett 
And now they've been in, everyone's been like, well, he got that wrong. He got that wrong. He got that wrong. And I think as well, and I think as well, sorry, last one, and then I'll let, let someone else jump in. I think towards the end, what he was doing was when he was bringing Campbell on and some of these questionable subs like Honeyman on for um, Amaku, that kind of thing. I don't know about you guys, but it stunk on me as a little bit, right? Look, I just want to see what these players can do because I need to decide in a few weeks which ones I'll get rid of or not. Mm. Michael, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. The, the sorry. Whole, the whole, sorry, Uncle Nick. Miguel, like, and, and you know what? I think that I be prepared, Axel Mill listeners, because I think a lot of us are going to butt heads over the next few months as as Mill will try and sort of like work out where they are and what they're doing and stuff like that. But by by saying that he he you know listened to the fans by by picking things and by by, by making certain decisions and and picking players and and stuff like that, I I I don't think he did, and I don't think no, what, so I don't think he necessarily. Why would, why would he? Why would he listen to? No, no, no. That's that's my what, point. I don't think he necessarily listened to fans, but I think he's made the changes that the fans were asking for, and it it might just be a coincidence. Then he's fucked. Then he's fucked. It's day, day day three and he's fucked. If he's already bowing to the fans, he's fucked. At the end of the day, Joe Edwards was brought in because he's supposed to be this brilliant footballing mind in terms of as a coach. Now, again, I go back to my original statement being this is either going to be go horribly right or horribly wrong because you're not employing a manager. He is not Neil Warnock. He's not Tony Pulis. He's not Big Sam. He's someone who's coming in as a head coach who's basically, his, his job is to coach. His job is yeah. to coach. With a little bit of man management chucked in, you've got a head of football operations in in Alex Aldridge, who's who's going to go there and he's going to do the bids on, he's going to pick up the rest of the slack. It's a very modern system, but again, I want to go back to what Harry said about having the right players to play a system. Now we talk about Ipswich, we look at what they do, mate. Obviously, I've been around them now for six, seven months in terms of working for the club, and I've learned so much about how they operate. Millwall are not there yet. Ipswich weren't there yet three years ago. This is going to be a process. It will get ugly. When Kieran McKenna first went into Portman Road, they were shit. They were shit. It took him months to work out what who needs to do what. He had some of those tools there. Players like Sam Morsey, players like Caden Jackson, who's willing to run. And he, I mean, Caden Jackson's a bit part player now, but players who are willing to run. Harry Clark willing to run. People like that are willing to, to, to play the system. Do Mill have the players that are going to be able to execute Joe Edwards' game plan to perfection? The simple answer is no. We talk about Denore, beautiful passer of the ball. Does he do enough in midfield to go and 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 does he do what Sam Morsi does? Does he do what Massimo Luongo does? No. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a great player to have in a three in a midfield three. Murray Wallace, we're talking about attacks. Mate, Wes Burns will never have an easier night. He had acres and acres and acres. Yep, I agree with that. Murray Wallace, he, looked, he he was on toast the whole night. The fact of the matter is, is that if I'm trying to build a wall and I've got a fucking roller and a brush, yeah, I ain't going to build that wall. I need a trowel. I need my, 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 my cement mixer. I need to be able to have those resources at hand to build something. The question is, is he going to get the patience from the fan base? if Mill will keep getting stuffed, yeah? The board will give him patience because this is their decision and it's a huge decision. It's also Berylson's first appointment. Berylson's first appointment, huge decision. Is it the right appointment? In my opinion, no. I think that Mill should have gone for Nathan Jones. I think Nathan Jones would have been able to have done something with this squad. 
and would have harnessed the atmosphere. There's concern because come January, if January's a, a, a shambles again, we can't keep getting battered. I mean, we we have been battered a number of times this season, H, haven't we? I mean, you know, we're under row, we were getting battered by teams, and uh, Saturday, obviously Coventry three 0 and last night we were. Sorry, go. On. Sorry, no, I'm just on that point. What did everyone used to say about Millwall? Hard to beat. That was the, that mm. was the, the basis of Millwall being hard to beat. And I think they all said a few not, things about Millwall, Harry. That was probably one of the nicer ones. That was one of the nicer ones. But that used to be our standard. Millwall hard to beat. You know, it's a difficult place to go. All of that has fallen away like fucking, you know, British Leyland. In the seventies, you know, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking there's, a, there's, a, there's a reference I wasn't expecting, but yeah, no, I know what no. you mean. Um, right, and 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 the point is, I, I agree so much with Aaron that it's unbelievable, and I'm not just trying to say it because Aaron works for the BBC and trying to cover the favour, but I I liked the I liked the ambition of the appointment. I loved it. It's brilliant. It's great. We want to be this way, but we're not. We're fucking Millwall. Unfortunately, you don't. You're not the chairman of you know, Forest Green Rovers and you're not the chairman of where people turn up and they want patience. You're you're in charge of a batshit crazy football club that still has elements of people that turn up and want to basically see someone fucking kick someone, really, for lack of a better word. I understand this idea of people wanting us to play football and whatever, but I kind of, that's Twitter bollocks for me. The people that actually turn up, you know, you can put up with Rowitz football as long as we're winning. The minute everyone turned, finally everyone turned on Rowitz, is the fact that we stopped winning. Yeah, you know, it, it's what happens with all football managers. Even when Mourinho's getting fucking, you know, gets results and gets titles, people don't like the football. But it's bollocks, right? This idea that the football fans now are entitled to think that everyone should play, you know, Man City or Liverpool style of football. The problem for me is that we're Millwall. We've got, I know, and then fucking Neil Fizzler is sitting at home somewhere shouting small wall mentality and all this other shit. It's a realistic mentality that, as Aaron says, you know, to change the amount of players we need to to play this style, we probably need four. Yeah, but Harry, 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 okay, okay. I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying. That means that we can never aspire to be anything better than. A League One to Championship shuttle club, one that is, is basically built on the idea that we've got Steve Morrison up front, we've got Lee Gregory alongside him. If we keep hitting no, balls no, to, it... to play, no, all right, so versions of that, someone like it, and that's that's as good as it's ever going to get. So, how do other teams? I mean, all right, with money, I, the, the the great um, the great leveler of everything, money. But you know, I've I've seen Brentford pull themselves up from being a very very poor. Yeah. Um, money, yeah, but a Bournemouth the same. But money. I mean, these were not, yeah, money. But okay, but we've it's, it's it's got to be that you have some aspiration to be more than just a lump it forward club. Otherwise, all that's that, that. Then I can tell you where we'll be in when I when I finish up my days, we'll be in League One or, or maybe in the lower reaches of Championship. Uh, maybe that's all it is. Uncle, I, I, Uncle Nick, I I am. I understand your concern. So funny. <laughs> Harry exited the chat. I said money, money, and then I just see a message. Um, but I Brentford, everyone will, will consider Brentford the darlings of it. Can you come back? Can can Harry come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. Go away. Oh no, Nick, no, it's just us two, Aaron. Oh my god, what is going right? I've met I haven't hosted an acting mill in a long time, but hey, I'm here. Go now. on, back on, go. I'll get Nick's Nick's back now. I'll get, I'll get Nick's yeah. 
I'm getting the point. I also get what Harry's saying, but it's what I can keep continuously. It's what I keep continuously saying over and over and over and over again. It, what what do, and Nick's touching on it there. What like what do we want to be, and is this all we want to be? Because you know you, you you can have your Saturday afternoons down the den, and it can all be brilliant. It could be great. Don't get me wrong, and I know money comes into it, Aaron. We've said you know no, the, the last no, 20, 25 years of football with home wasn't built in a day, but they had fucking brick. <laughs> They had brick men and they had, you know, butterfly ties to put in the walls. They had they had tools to do it. People's mate, people do do you guys not remember when Brentford were, were, were dog shit in the early days? I remember like, it very very well. They were taken over by their fans because they went bankrupt. No, they, no, no, know. no, no. Forget that. I'm talking about when Benham came in. When Benham came in. And they had those weird sort of times when oh, they were trying to sign these players from abroad and they're they're they're, they're going off stats. Mate, they had their time. They did it with money, yeah? Benham is a gambler, a serial gambler. He is a professional gambler. He went out, he gambled, he banked on them getting to the Premier League, he made his money back. Great, cool. Bournemouth, little old Bournemouth, plucky old Bournemouth. Let me tell you something. I challenge you. Go and find the year they won the championship, they got promoted. Look at the size of the squad they had. Look at the names they had in that squad, yeah? Benekophobe. Glenn Murray, etc., etc., etc. These players had they had money. They were owned by a Russian, Maxim Denim, and and they're gone. And Eddie Howe, you know, Eddie Howe's a darling, and yeah, oh, you're beautiful, like great football expert. I don't dispute they play good good football. He had the resources at his disposal. Let me tell you something. We are a bit blindsided by this as well because show of hands, who the fuck knew what style of football Joe Edwards wanted to play before he came to Millwall? Any hands? Any well, hands? We didn't, you don't know. We didn't know that no because we, we didn't know who he was. But Uncle, I, Uncle Nick, Uncle Nick, who knows now? Who knows now? Well, it no seems to be, seems to be, and this is a, uh, going to sound a bit. bit One of them, you have a team score. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the aspiration and an airy fairy time, listeners. You, you come to this show for a bit more than just a bit of effing and blinding, don't you? You know, so we're going to go down I the apologize. road. No, no, no. Um, but he's trying to play what I would call a modernist style of football, which isn't um, your, your, what I would call the old school, put it into, hit it into channels, chase after it and, you know, pump it in the box. Um, he's trying to pass the ball around work angles and spaces in a way that aspires to be like a Premier League side, I suppose, uh, played at the top level. Um, now, whether he can be successful or not, I don't know. Um, I don't think this squad is, is up. I don't think this squad is up to it. I don't think they're spiritually up to it, Harry. In the sense of they haven't got the they've got the arsehole, mate, for it. Aaron, can I, can I ask you a question? Sorry. Cool, mate. So, in terms of his style that he's talking about playing, he wants to, by the looks of it, play a pep, pass, pass, pass type style. Would it not a more Millwall-ish sticking to our roots to be a clock? Rock and roll football, Gergen yes. press. That is what I'm saying. Yes. And I try and say that I've not got no problem. It's lovely and ambitious, but it's the wrong type of ambition. The, 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 the blueprint's fine, but the actual nuts and bolts to it will not work because I don't think it can work. At yeah, yeah, but, but, but this is Guardiolaism. No, it's Guardiolaism. We're seeing it everywhere, mate. We're seeing it trickle down the football leagues. We are watching it trickle down. It's this element of Pep Guardiola coming to this country saying everyone has to play tippy-tappy football. Everyone has to play out from the back. Mate, playing out from the back fucked Millwall last season. You know why? Thank you. Gary Rowett sat there and goes, 
Bart Bielkowski, he ain't got no feet. No, mate, he's just got two lumps of fucking lead and he knows how to stick it 100 yards up the field. Oh, let's bring in George Long. What happened to George Long? Mate, George Long is getting hung out to dry by Norwich fans right now. Yeah, I've seen that. Look, I've seen he's that, a yeah. lovely guy. He's a lovely guy. Don't get me wrong. But Gary was so convinced by this whole let's play out from the back element that it just... Oh, fuck. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Off. Yeah, that's George Long. That's George that's Long. George, George, Long, ringing. George, George Long. Long ringing. Mate, Bart was solid. Yes, Bart had the occasional flap, but he's a brilliant shot stopper. What happens then? You kill his confidence, it goes down. What is it? It's Guardiolaism. We need to play out from the back. Mate, let me tell you something. You can play out from the back. You can play it 10 yards in front of you to Sean Hutchinson and Jake Cooper. Do you know what they're going to do? They're going to look for a fucking diet. They're going to look. <laughs> and then what's the point? What are you doing? Who cares about playing out from the back? We are following too many trends. And that is the problem with football throughout. Mate, speak to people about it every day. If you haven't got a Ferrari, why are you taking part in this race? Why are you <laughs> letting a six foot eight centre half called Dave, who's 20 stone, fucking go, go on, mate, play out from the back. Go on, bring it forward, Dave. Go on, mate, enjoy yourself there. If you want to, at the end of the day, <laughs> let centre-halves be centre-halves. We don't have to follow this trend. Now, Harry, I'm with you. I'm with you. People need to look at Millwall and think, right, what can we harness? Harness the den. Gary Rowett never did it. But, 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 his best performances are when Millwall played rock and roll football. Think Sheffield United last season. Sheffield United is one of the best games. Mill Millwall chaos, that's yeah. right. Me, yeah. Millwall chaos. Yeah, you, all I want, all I want, is people two-footing each other, yeah? I want to see <laughs> putting his bits everywhere. And I want to hear the fucking Monks chant blowing my head up. When, mate, there was a point last season at Sheffield United, the Monks chant was so loud, I got a buzz down the line going, is that a goal? And I'm like, no. And they're like, what is that noise? And I was like, mate, it's the Millwall fucking chimes. Yeah, it's the Millwall chimes. This is what it's all about. When that fucking concrete gaff is just like rolling, there's nothing like it. <laughs> you need the right football to harness it. This is never going to be Man City. You know why? Because you're never going to find technical players who can play that brand of football. That's why I said Nathan Jones, he knew what Luton needed. Play 3-5-2. Be rigid. Be strong. And harness Kenilworth Road. And they did it. There's a wonderful meme. Elon Muscat out there. Big shout out to Elon Muscat. <laughs> Elon Muscat. That's definitely, definitely not a real name. <laughs> no, Elon Muscat. But he's done a, a series of... He's got Joe Edwards wearing his England, um, Nike England um, coach's jacket. Then there's a, a picture of someone wiping, uh, rubbing their glasses with a, with a, a glass wiper. And then the picture below that is of Steve Lomas. So that's the sequence. So we go from seeing Joe Edwards wipe your glasses, and then, then 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 Steve Lomas appears. No, I don't <laughs> very want, clever. I don't want, it's a very 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 short sample size. But in three more games' time, after we've played Sunderland and Leicester, and I can't remember the other one, is it Cardiff? After uh, we have lost all three of them games by three goals, are we? Uh, are we allowed to say that we've employed another snake oil salesman like Holloway? You know, did he interview really well and that's it? Anyone can talk really well about football. And Harry, 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 I'm sorry, I don't I don't agree with that at all. I don't. I'm sorry, mate, and I'm sorry to cut off. I just I just think at the moment at the moment I did say at the moment. No, 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 no. All right, okay, okay, fine. But what's happening at the moment might lead to these results. I think at this moment in time 
no one should panic too much about Edwards, but the elephant in the room is is we need to really focus on what's going. There is clearly a problem with our playing staff at the moment. There is clearly one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, there's clearly a problem with no matter who they're paying for at the moment. Because the thing was as well is that Gary Rowett, they don't plan for him. Oh, it's all Rowett this and Rowett that. Fine, Rowett's gone. But you've got this new manager who's come in. It's fresh as a daisy. It seems publicly. Fresh as a daisy. Seems really, really good. He's bringing in these new ideas. He's done this. He's been with Tuchel. He's been an England, England under-20 manager. He's had a 4-0 away win, regardless against Sheffield Wednesday. But anyways, he had a 4-0 away win. And now suddenly, no one gives a toss anymore. So where Interesting. is positivity gone in two weeks? Interesting. I knew it was foggy watching on TV last night. Aaron, you were there. I didn't realise just how foggy it was. There's a picture here from Cat Robbins. Shout out to Cat. She's taking the picture. It really is quite dense in the in the stadium last night. I, I didn't realise it was it was that foggy. I don't know if that made any impact on. on... We were right. In, we were in bright orange just to combat that. We still can fucking find. <laughs> I've got a selection. Just a couple of of posts from the the Twitter the X. Uh, Kieran Mill says, "When are people going to realise that Row it wasn't the problem? It was the players." Says Kieran. Uh, ben Anthony, show for the show regular. Big, big questions need to be asked about uh, Zian Fleming. Your point, Aaron, earlier on. He's been chronically shit, says Ben. Deserves to be dropped for a period. Trouble is, very few options to replace him with. Can I, can I go back to the first message? Sorry, who was that from about Rowett? This was uh, Kieran, Kieran Mill. When, when are people going to realize that Rowett wasn't the problem? It was the Rowett players. Was the problem. Rowett was the problem. Rowett, I just don't understand how he was. He, he just looked bored. He looked bored. Mm. Looked like he wasn't interested anymore, and his pragmatic way of thinking wasn't what James Bellson wanted. He made he was the problem. Joe Edwards wasn't the answer. That's the difference. I for me, Nathan Jones would always be the interesting. Um, emotional one says brutally honest interview from Joe Edwards on Sky. Criticising for the players for not doing the basics right, and for me, spot on says the emotional one. Uh, these players need to start taking responsibility for their poor performance. I th- I'm I'm with the emotional one, chaps, because I do think you can you can talk about um, formations, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but when players are being left in space and no one closing down, then it comes down to the eleven. That's well, all. Defense, sorry, midfield. sorry, right in there. That 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 at the moment in time, that is my sentiment to the to, to the club at the moment. It's. Ed, Ed, like you just said, their emotional one. I was saying it. So I was doing the face last night, and I said it before the call started, and I'll say it again. Allowing teams who move the ball and play as confident as Ipswich are that much time and space to do things. I mean, there was one point in the second half. I mean, how many times did they try and do those cheeky little flicks over our back line, and a couple of times it came off, and then they tried about three or four in a row trying to do that Ole football, and a couple of times we just let them do it. That's not that's not tactical. Joe Edwards doesn't go if they're trying to mug you off and flick it over your head. Let them do it, is he? That that is a that is a playing decision. But sorry, I'll I, cut you off. Continue. I, I was no, I was I was I was really struck by the speed, pace, and power that Ipswich showed last night. We we gave them on a plate. I don't, you know, oh. that's all a caveat. But they they just look like the kind of side that would love us to be. Um, oh, they, they, they don't do anything revolutionary. Trust no, me. No, I didn't. know. I agree. Agree. Just move the ball, pass it into space, and move it. it yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Be a space investigator. And again, both their goal, both their goals come off the right, off of Wes Burns, because he realised, mate, Murray Wallace is, you know, blowing a gasket. I'll get up there. I'll get up there. Get up there. Get up there. And trust me, I'll make space. And the thing is, is that they're so disciplined in what they do. And I've watched it firsthand. McKenna's so focused, so disciplined. 
they they will play good football, but they know how to attack well as a team. They mm. know how to play well as a team. Yesterday, I watched Mill and they looked disjointed. And that's the key difference. 100%. I see you looking at your um, calendar. I'm going to give yeah, you a well, shout, out. shout out, actually, and say thank you, Uncle Nick. You're this welcome, mate. Calendar. Sean Hutchinson on the front cover. I've looked through the pictures. Um, and yeah, mate, what a lovely calendar. This is a lovely gift for anyone out there, by the way. Christmas en route. Are we doing a club shop Christmas special at some point, Michael? What, what are we doing? Are we, we, yeah, we have to. We have, we have to. We have to. We must. Club the, shop the pu- but this is public clamour. Club shop, is it? It's not available in the club shop. It's, um... No, no. You can go online. You can get it on Saturday. There's a reason I was going to uh, saw you with it. Um, we've got uh, there's an MSC stand which is behind the Cold Blow Lane End stand. They've got some on there. We like and to call it the awning. The awning. The MSC awning, um, which is right by the, uh, the the by the fan zone, and also it's Kelly the on, on the. On the food hub, ten pound cash, coin of the realm, listeners, and you can go home with exactly that calendar that Aaron is brandishing. You can't see it because we don't do video on this. On this, I'm show. going to model it in the nude soon. <laughs> <laughs> calendar girls, calendar guys. Oh no, <laughs> Uncle Uncle Nick's doing his own one. Check out his own account for more details. <laughs> I was going to say, Aaron, mate, Aaron, put it on Nick's OnlyFans link that he set up. All, all, all donations from Uncle Nick's OnlyFans go to Millwall Food, Lions Food Up. Oh, you can get it online. You can get with the calendar, not that, what, what Aaron's on about. But you can get the calendar online. I've got set up a, 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 bit, of a bit of a performance setting up a square shop. I, I must admit, I was breaking new ground in my, my internet experience there, listeners. But anyway, I've done it. So you can get it on there. But other than that, if cash is your, is your thing, go to the MSC awning. Or to Kelly on the food hub. She's got a, a bunch there as well. So hopefully we can get some more money for the, the food food hub. Last thing before we go. Yeah. Who's looking forward to Sunderland on Saturday? <laughs> We're going to have to expect a response. We'll, we'll be looking for a response and um, let's see what we get. So anyway, till Saturday, I want to say a big thank you, Harry Warren from... Uh, a secret location somewhere in the southeast part of England. Bye, see you later. There you go. I've done it for him. <laughs> Big thank you, Michael Avery, impersonator of Aaron Warren. Thank you for listening to a call that at one point only me and Aaron were the only two on, dear listeners. So, uh, yeah. It's been chaos, this call. And big thank you, Aaron Paul. Thank you, mate. Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it. He's muted, so I'll say bye for him as well. There we are. All right, mate. Take care. All the best. Thanks. Arriva Dirty Millwall. Bye for now. Yes, indeed. That was a chaotic call. We had uh, internet outages. We had people knocking on people's doors, work situations, my um, my end flop, flopping out on me. You name it, listeners, we had it. But anyway, a big thank you to the chaps for organising at uh, reasonably short notice to give you a bit of a response to last night's debacle at Portman Road. I can't let you all go, listeners, without answering our punditgames.co.uk question. This is the number one Football trivia game. We asked a question before today's show about um, another Croatian midfield dynamo, not Luka Modric. Another Premier League Croatian dynamo. Played for Spurs and Portsmouth. Harry Redknapp loved him. Um, Played for Spurs 2009 to 2012. Pompey before that 2006 to 2009. Played for the Croatian national side 81 times. Scoring 16 goals. And his name was Nico Cranchiar, Nico Cranchiar. Do select the Acton Millwall drop down option 
if you order the uh, Pundit Games at punditgames.co.uk and the Lions Food Hub gets a little boomsy boomsy as a result and that's a good cause and it's a great game thank you for listening dear listeners apologies for the sound quality and all the rest of it blah 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 till the next show bye for now when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.